I was victorious and I will be victorious. I finished and I will finish. Very peculiar thing to say. If you, if you were victorious, then what do you have to do? And if, and if, you, if you finished, then what are you finishing? So the Jew has to know that last week we spoke a little bit about finishing. We spoke about Esau and the 400 men, the end of something, the tough. The person has to know that the end of something is one aspect of ending and that simultaneously the person has to be able to know Gamarti, it already is finished. I finished everything that needs to be finished. I, I was victorious already. From the time that I was 
entering into the world, and Hashem brought me into the world as a Jew, the time that I converted to Judaism, if a person came in later in life. From the time, for sure, for sure, that I got my brismila and I got my name. So, nitzachti, gamarti, I did it. Bris with Hashem. I have a bris la'olam with Hashem. One of the amazing things about the brismila, if you learn the sugya, I'm talking about in Nigla Satara, you learn the sugya of what it means, brismila. Especially if you learn it the way that the briskers learn it. But there's two parts to the mitzvah of mila. There's a mitzvah of mila, which is to remove the arla, to remove something which is there, to remove that aspect that makes a person an arel. And that's something that could happen in, in an instant. The mall makes a bracha. Two seconds. The child is crying mostly because they're cold more than because of the pain. The way that we do it nowadays with uh, special types of machines and tools, the child isn't really feeling very much pain, at least not as much. It happens so quickly, it's over before they know it. That's the Hasaras Arla, that's the, remov- that's the removal of the Arla. But to be Gemalt, to be a person who's <coughs> to say, I have a bris mila, that's a lifetime of that's something that takes Egmor Anatseach. That's something which is a lifetime of, of working. And that's true of a lot of things. It's true of a lot of things. Shabbos, a person says, I'm going to begin keeping Shabbos. I'm going to keep Shabbos. I'm going to start making Kiddush and I'm going to start keeping Shabbos. But to really be Shomer Shabbos, you know. Like they say from Rav Chaim Chernovitzer, that Rav Chaim Chernovitzer didn't sleep on Shabbos. He said, Shomer Shabbos means guarding the Shabbos. So if guard sleeps on the job, a pretty l- lousy guard, you know. There's levels upon levels upon levels of wearing tefillin and of keeping Shabbos and of shaking a lulav and lighting a Hanukkah candle and giving a pruta tetzaka. There's levels upon levels upon levels of every single mitzvah. Gamarti ve'egmor, atzachti ve'anatzeach. Yosef Atzadik has two children. He has a, a, a child called Menashe and he has a child called Ephraim. And the Svar Makadoshim are filled with, in different ways, in different contexts. Menashe and Ephraim. Menashe is a lesson of, of removal. Of removal. Like, like Yosef Atzadik says himself, that I've forgotten. I've forgotten. Or I've been forgotten. I've forgotten. I've been forgotten by my family. Ephraim is a lesson of Hashem made me Lifros, Hashem made me like pre, he made me blossom, he made me come to fruition in Mitzrayim. But the Tzadikim explained that a lashon of Menashe and Ephraim is, is also these two inyonim. Sor Meira is something that in theory a person can take into the heart in a second. But turn that into a transformative, that you become like a different person, like the Torah that we come back to sometimes. But there's a machlokas between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel about what did Am Yisrael say at Rabbi Har Sinai? For sure, everyone agrees. When Hashem said, Anochi Hashem Elokecha, Am Yisrael said, Hain. Yes. Yes, we can. And Hashem said, Kabir Savicha Vesimecha. Honor your mother and your father. He said, Yes. Hain. 
question is, what happened when Hashem said, Lo sigzol, lo sinaf? What happened when Hashem said, don't do something? So there was a machlok between Rabbi Shmon and Rabbi Kiva. Did we say, love? Hashem says, don't kill. We said, no, we won't. We won't kill. Or did Hashem say, don't kill, don't steal? And we said, yes, we won't steal. Hain. That's the machlokas. Did they say hain or did they say love? So if Gedali Shor explains in Parshas Ekev, if I'm not mistaken, maybe it's in Shavuos. It's either by the second giving of the Luchos or maybe it's in Shavuos. It's in Or Gedaliel. He says, what's the Havamina that they said no or they said yes? In an instant, a person can be Mekabel, the, the Bechina of Menashe, the first son of Yosef HaTzadik. Menashe means I won't. Menashe means I won't. That's the removal of the Arla. That's the, that's the decision to, I'm not, I don't want to be part of that anymore. Hashem says, don't kill. You say, love. I don't, I won't kill. Say there, I won't do that action anymore. To say, Hain, yes, I won't kill, means, yes, I will transform myself into a person who couldn't even fathom the idea of killing or taking something that doesn't belong to me or bearing false testimony against my friend or being jealous of something that my friend has. Hain means not just that I won't do it, but that I'll spend a lifetime becoming a person who's incapable of thinking about it. <coughs> that my entire essence screams one gigantic... I can't possibly do that by saying, yes, I will positively transform myself into something else. Not through inaction, but through action. Not only that I was natsachti, and not only that gamarti, but egmor and anatseach. I will continue along this path until I become radically something different, and then even then I'll become something different again. Menachem Mendel Rimenover used to say, Eila told us Yaakov, that's the, by the beginning, Eila told us Yaakov Yosef. Rimenover used to say so beautifully, Eila told us Yaakov Yosef means, Eila told us Yaakov. Every Jew is called Yaakov. This is the story of a Jew, Yosef. The story of a Jew is, the story of every Jew is, Eila told us Yaakov. You want to know what the story of the toldos of Yaakov is, it's Yosef, the Viter. Do more. Don't settle with Gamarti. Don't settle with Natsachti. But be proud of the, it doesn't mean to be proud of it. Be proud of the successes. Celebrate. Say full throatedly. Natsachti. I was victorious in this Indian. And even if that doesn't mean that I became a, a brand new person, but one time I overcame a certain s- thing. I, I, one time I wanted to say something and I ended up not saying something. But transform yourself into a person who's incapable of you and that, that's not even a battle anymore. You go on to a new battle. <coughs> so it's a Torah from Rav Cook. says on, uh, it's in the Siddur I think in Olas Raya Rav Kook says 
Matovu Alecha Yaakov Mishkanosecha Yisrael. Matovu Alecha Yaakov Mishkanosecha Yisrael means that there are two types of dwelling places. There's something called an Ohel, and there's something called a Mishkan. Now, we normally think about the Mishkan as being a temporary dwelling, Klape the Beis HaMikdash, vis the Beis HaMikdash. But compared to an Ohel, an Ohel is mamish like, uh, you know, a flapping in the wind type of tent, and a Mishkan is at least something that's a little bit more stable. So if Cook says, a Jew has to know, if Cook said, Ich bin a Neshama von Rabbi Nachman. If Cook said, I am a Neshama of Rabbi Nachman. In Yiddish she said it no less. Ich bin a Neshama von Rabbi Nachman. So, if Cook said, Matovu alecha Yaakov, Mishkan Osech Yisrael, how beautiful are the tents of Yaakov, Mishkan Osech Yisrael. So he says such a beautiful idea. We know that Yaakov has two names. He's called Yaakov and he's called Yisrael. Yaakov means Yaakov at the beginning of his life. It means Yaakov was still hanging on to the heels of Esau on a certain level. Yisrael means I've defeated Esau already. Yisrael means I was Sarisim Elokim Adam Tuchal. It means that I battled against man and against this force of the divine, this angel, and Betuchal, and I was able to. I, I, I was able to do it. Rav Kook says, Matovu, how beautiful it is that when a person finds themselves on the level of Yaakov, which let's be honest, that's all of us, and again, we can be both of them, but for the minute, Matovu Alecha Yaakov, how beautiful it is when a Jew who is a Yaakov Jew, which means that we recognize the aspect of ourselves that's still at the beginning of the journey, is Ba'o Alecha, you're in your tent. There's a tent you pick up and you keep moving from here to here to here. You're not stable, you're not in one place. Mishkinosecha Yisrael. But when you're Yisrael, when you tap into that aspect of you which is a tzaddik, which is also, we have that aspect of it which is a tzaddik, then we could say, I'm planting myself here. Meaning a Jew has to know how to say, Natsachti v'natsach gamarti v'egmor. There's aspects of my life where Natsachti, Gamarti. As Yisrael, as a one who battled against this angel and won, the one who battled against Esau and won, Gamarti, Natsachti. And I celebrate that with the full force of my being. But at the same time, and there I make a Mishkan. At the same time, I have to know that Ela told us Yaakov Yosef. Ela told us Yaakov Yosef. Matovu Alecha Yaakov. That there's so much more for me to do. And therefore, the Pasik says in our parsha, Vayeshev Yaakov Be'eretz Maguri Aviv Be'eretz Kenan. Yaakov Avinu sat, he dwelled in the land of his father, the Eretz Kenan. And Rashi says, Bikish Yaakov, Leishiv, Bashalva. Rashi says, Yaakov wanted to sit in tranquility. Kaftzalav, Rugzo, Shal Yosef. So Hashem jumped on him with the, with the whole trouble of Yosef, with all this business of Yosef. The Torah does not say, 
Vayeshev Yisrael Ba'eretz Maguri Aviv. Because Yisrael, there's no problem with Yisrael doing the Vayeshev. The whole problem is Vayeshev Yaakov Ba'eretz Maguri Aviv. The Bechina of Yaakov in every single one of us always needs to be met with the Rug Social Yosef. Rogez means like a, like a stirring up. Vayesh of Yaakov means that Yaakov Avinu, that aspect of Yaakov, which means me where I'm just at the beginning. Yaakov literally means, like the Svarim HaKadoshim explained, Yaakov means Yud, at the beginning of the word means he in the future. <coughs> he in the future. And Ekev means the end. Ekev, the heel. It's called the heel because it's the end of the body. It's when you reach the end of the body. Yaakov means he will reach the end. There's still so much more to do. Vayesh of Yaakov is not something that we're... Vayesh of Yisrael. It means that we celebrate and we thank Hashem for every single success, for every gemarti. We thank Hashem for every natsachti. But a Jew has to realize that Hasara Sa'arla, removing the Arla, is only one step. Then a person has to turn themselves into a person who's in a bris with Hashem, who's in a, a covenant with Hashem. <coughs> My father was just here. I don't, I don't think I said this last week. My father was just here. We were learning on, on last week on... on um, Erev Shabbos, we were sitting, waiting for, before the real Hachanas for Shabbos got started. We have a Shir Shir Mechabura, Friday morning in remote. You're all invited, of course. Uh, after the 8, eight o'clock davening, usually starts around 9.15. And so afterwards, my father and I were sitting, and he was learning Bas Ayin. And I think last week I quoted the Bas Ayin, I don't remember. And so we were talking about the Bas Ayin, and, and so I said to my father, I said, you know I love... You know I love the Basayan? I said, for two reasons. Maybe I said this in... I don't remember. I said, I love the Basayan, number one, because every piece has something to do with anava, with humility. The first piece in Basayan is, Bereshaz Barelokim, Esa Shemayim Esa Arts. That Hashem created situations where we're Shemayim, where we're Mamish flying in the... Bereshit, the first thing Hashem did is He created Shamayim, situations where we're mamish, like in the heavens, flying around, feeling like malachim, superheroes of spirituality, you know. Mitzachti, gamarti, Shamayim. But then Hashem also created Bereshit, Rokim, Shamayim, Arts. Hashem created those situations where you feel like you're flat out on the floor, you've been knocked out, and you're rolling around in the dust, and you're ba'aretz. And both of these are good. So the Basayin says, both of them are good, because getting knocked over every once in a while, failing every once in a while, realizing that there's still egmor and anatzeach, there's still more to do, keeps a person humble. Pasuk says, Vayishav Yaakov be'eretz Maguri aviv be'eretz Kenan. Kenan is a lesson of hachna'a. It's a lesson of humility. Hachna'a. 
that Yaakov Avinu, who wants to sit in Eretz Meguri Aviv, Aviv could mean Yitzchak, Aviv could also mean his father could mean what came before. And just like your father comes before, it means he wants to sit in the comfort of the successes that he had before. The Yerusha that he got from his father, meaning from his earlier self. But then, Kuftzal of Rubzashar Yosef, and he ends up living Be'eretz Kenan. Because sometimes, Rejah's brother came and said, Shemayim also. That's the first thing I said. The first reason I love the Basayin is because he always talks about, for sure in every Parsha, at least one of the pieces, if not like, it's every other piece, is about Achna and Anava and in a healthy and in such a good way. And recognizing that our faults, our failures are just a way to keep us in check to us. You're just a, you're just a person, you're just a human being. And that's okay. And you should, and you should, you should thank Hashem for the times when you're Gamarti and you're Menatzeach, just as much as the times when Hashem is Menatzeach you. And you feel gamur. <laughs> you feel not, not gamarti, but you feel gamur. You feel done. You feel like you're laid out flat on the ground. Second reason I love the Basayin, I told my father, is because the Basayin, Keseder, every piece, he ends with a tefillah. I thought I mentioned this in, a few weeks ago, I don't remember when it was, I mentioned that he always ends with a tefillah of, you know, and then the last w- words of every piece is Amen Kein Yehi Ratzon. He always ends with Amen Kein Yehi Ratzon. And I said, I love that. I love that he, you know, he ends with like, that's what we try to do here also, like, Shenizkiah, we should be the Amen Kein Yehi Ratzon. So my father looks at me and he goes, yeah, that's because Amen Kein Yehi Ratzon is Begumatria Bas Ayin. So I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> So I put that on the piece of paper, Bas Ayin, and I'm in Kenya outside, it's exactly the same gematria. Ah, <laughs> oh, there he is. Hey, Tati. Hope your flight was okay. I'm in Kenya outside. Hashem should help us that we should be able to live the words of the tzaddikim, of all the tzaddikim who we just mentioned, Ubefrat to live this teaching of reveling in the Gemarti and in the Anatzeach, but also that we should recognize Gemarti the Egmore. I finished, but I still have a lot more to do. Gela told us Yaakov Yosef, I mean, can you write some?
for those who are at the Minyan. It's found, the Imre Emes has six volumes in, uh, in his catalog on Chumash. Bereshis, Shmos, Vayikra, Amidvar, Tavarim, and then a whole volume on Sukkis. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> the Rapshitzer, we had an angle from the Rapshitzer. The Rapshitzer I knew was obsessed with Sukkis. The Rapshitzer, they say there wasn't a single day that ever went by that he didn't either learn Masech HaSukkah or tinker with like one of the Dalad Minim. He planted his own Dalad Minim to try to, you know, he was tinkering all the time with like his Aravos or whatever, or, uh, or you know, 
or, or he was, uh, you know, acquiring some wood that he put away for schach. He was every day was something with sukkahs. The Rav should say, he loves it. Man sim chaseinu. He liked to laugh. The Rav should say. But uh, apparently the Emirate is also this Indian with sukkahs. So there, when he's talking to the Shpizin of Yosef HaTzadik, so he quotes from the Sfas Ames, he says, such a beautiful Torah, let's see if we can be most of a holy with it, to add to it. So he starts off by pointing out, Rashi already tells us that Yosef HaTzadik is the master of prayer. Yosef HaTzadik is the one who is the master of, of tefillah. Pasuk says that after Yosef goes down to Mitzrayim and he's taken at Potiphar and it becomes part of Potiphar's uh, tzevet, part of the staff over there. So the Pasuk says that Potiphar saw that everything that Yosef did, Hashem was, was with him in everything that he did. He put him in charge of the whole house. The whole Yeshua Nasan Biyad and everything he had he put into into Yosef's hands. Vayvarch Hashem is based on Mitzri. Hashem showed favor to Yosef and the whole house was blessed. Vayvirchas Hashem b'chol Asher Yeshbo b'bayisu basada. And the pasuk says Vayar Adanav his his master saw ki Hashem ito. His master saw that Hashem was with him. V'chol Asher hu Ose Hashem matzliach biyado. Everything that he did. He saw that Hashem was matzliach biyada. So Rashi, you know, you want to play the game, what's bothering Rashi? Rashi says, he's bothered by the fact, the Pasuk says, Vayar Adanav ki Hashem ito. It's quite a profound religious statement, you know. It doesn't say he saw that Yosef was successful. It could have said, Vayar ki, ki Yosef haya matzliach b'chol masha osa. It doesn't say that. The Pasuk says, Vayar Adonav Ki Adonai ito, v'chol asher ho'oseh Adonai matzliach v'yado. What a frumer Potiphar was. You know, he saw that Hashem was with him and everything that he did, Hashem was matzliach. So Rashi says, Ech zei chol yod. So Rashi says, because he knew that Hashem was with him, because every time Yosef did anything, let's see the Lashon of Rashi inside. Hashem Ito. What does it mean? Hashem Ito. Rashi writes from the Tanchuma. Shem Shamayim Shagar Befiv. What does it mean? He saw that Hashem was with him, and also it's a, this is also what's bothering Rashi. It says he saw that Hashem was with him, and everything that he did, he was matzliach. What does it mean? Hashem was with him. Doesn't that mean that when you say like Hashem, Hashem should be with you? What does that mean? It means like be successful. So the second half of the pasuk says he was matzliach, and everything that he did with Hashem helped him to be matzliach. What does it mean? He saw that Hashem was with him. So Rashi explains, Hashem was with him means that Shem Shemayim was Shagar Befiv. That Yosef HaTzadik, everything that he did, Hashem's name was fast on his lips. When Yosef HaTzadik was putting in a load of laundry, anachronistically speaking, and before he pressed the button on the machine, he said, Bonashel Olam, may this be the cleanest laundry that ever came out in the history of all laundry. And while you're at it, maybe you could clean my heart out also from all of my shortcomings. When Yosef HaTzadik would prepare a cup of tea for his master, he would say, Ah, oh, may this cup of tea be not too hot, not too cold, maybe just right for my master. 
and, and so it was. I said, when I'm, when I'm cleaning the, the windows, there should be not a speck of dust on the windows, it should be so clean. Everything he said, he said, Rabbonu Shalom Hashem, please help me to be Matzliach and Potifar. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to read The uh, Secret Life of God to know that if there's a guy standing there talking to Hashem and asking to be Matzliach and everything, that Hashem Ito, Hashem is with him. Before he's matzliach, then afterwards he starts matzliach also, then, ooh, then he really starts to pay attention. Rashi's telling us that Yosef HaTzadik is the master of prayer. He's the Baal Tefillah. Since we're talking about Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman has a, one of the stories of Rabbi Nachman is the story of the master of prayer. Yosef is the master of prayer. Shem Shemayim Shagar Befiv, and because Shem Shemayim was Shagar Befiv, therefore, Everything that he did, Hashem was matzliach biyado. Says the Imri Yames, look back at Yosef's dreams and you'll see something very profound. Yosef says, I had a dream. And in the dream, the sun, the moon, and the stars all came and they bowed to me. So the Sfas Yames says, Imri Yames quotes it in his volume on Sukkot, he says the idea of the sun, the moon, and the stars bowing to Yosef is the idea that Hashem is telling Yosef, you're the master of prayer. Everything that you ask for, everything that you do, begaloi in this world, is going to be revealed as what you ask for, Shem Shemayim Shagar Beficha, Kol anything you do is going to be Matzliach. The sun, the moon, and the stars are all bowing to Yosef <clears throat> Says the Svas Emes, the sun is Shachris. Shachris is sunrise. That's Imacham, Neitzacham, a person is supposed to daven, Kivasikim, that means they are Uni Yimashemesh, like the Pasuk says, and Gemara and Brachos says, you should see God at the time when the sun is coming up. The sun bowing to Yosef means the Koach of the sun or the koach of the tefillah, which is synonymous with the sun rising, is Yosef Tzadik being told, Shachris is bowing to you. Anything you ask for, Shachris. Shachris is the bechina of, I'm starting my day with fresh kochos. I don't know what's going to be, but I'm invigorated and I'm passionate and I'm... The moon bows to Yosef Tzadik. The moon bowing to Yosef Tzadik says the Svas Ames is Mincha. Ah, the moon should be at night. It was at night. But everybody knows that the moon sometimes comes out during the day, base mincha. And in fact, one of the things that Hashem pacifies the moon when He makes it small, like the Gemara talks about in Chulun and Daf Samach, when the Gemara tells the moon to go and make itself small, so the moon says, that's not fair, I didn't do anything wrong. And Hashem says, yeah, yeah. But as a compensation, you'll sometimes come out during the day. The sun only, there's no such thing as sun at night, ain't the barkazah. Moon during the day, yesh the barkazah. There's such a thing as a moon in the middle of the day, by time of mincha. The moon comes and bows to Yosef, it means that the bechina of mincha comes and bows to you, the master of prayer when it comes to mincha. Also, anything you ask for, even at a time when it feels like there's almost no time left, the clock is winding down, it's late. Shachris means I'm starting out the day and I have all these doubts about what's going to be. Mincha means the day's almost over and I feel like I haven't finished the job. There's so much more, egg more to do and I still haven't finished the job. That's going to bow to you too, Yosef. Just ask for help. 
יהיה בסדר. And the stars are going to bow to Yosef. That means that Mayrev, Tzis HaKochavim, the time of Mayrev comes and bows to Yosef and says, Yosef, anything you ask for, Shachras, Mincha, Mayrev, the Bechina of Shachras, the Bechina of Mincha, the Bechina of Mayrev, are all bowing to you. After it's too late, when it's Mayrev, when it's dark outside, when you already passed the Makom and Mikdash, like Yaakov, like Yaakov Avinu, when he passed, and went back to Godav, because he, it happened, he already passed. And Hashem miraculously brought him back and showed him this aspect of after it's over, you could already, you could still fix it. Yosef Tzadik has the ability to do all those things. And so in his dream, he sees the sun, the moon, and the stars all bowing to him. However, we know that there's something called Mashiach ben Yosef and there's something called Mashiach ben David. The aspect of Yosef Tzadik is the aspect of whatever you ask for, Shem Shemayim Shagur Beficha, you'll be Matzliach Bechol Maasei Yadecha. The aspect of Yehuda, as we see, both in this parsha and in parshiyos after this, by David HaMelech, is a tefillah where Shem Shemayim is Shagur Beficha, Afal Pi, that it doesn't look like you're being Matzliach. Not the aspect of it looks like it's too late and then you quickly ask for a turnaround and Yosef Atzali gets the stars bowing him. But the aspect of David HaMelech is that David HaMelech spends his whole life, his entire life, asking <coughs> all of Sefer Tehillim and on his deathbed and as he left the world, David HaMelech still, Bevada, he believed in the call of Tshuva and he believed that Hashem forgave him but he didn't know. Hashem never gave him clear assurances that he was forgiven. And forget about David HaMelech. In the world, people were laughing and they were saying, you know, David didn't get to build the Beis HaMikdash because all of his tefillahs, what's it good for Hashem? It's like the tefillahs of a sinner man. David's a sinner man. And where's he going to run to? What's he going to do? There's no place which is safe for David HaMelech. David HaMelech... The koch of tefillah to be able to daven even when you don't see that you're being answered is what the stuff of Mashiach ben David is built out of. <clears throat> and we know, because we're sitting in hindsight, we know that the aspect of Mashiach ben David is the aspect of that when Shlomo HaMelech, his son, built the Beis HaMikdash, and finally came the day that the Aron is supposed to be brought into the Beis HaMikdash for its eternal resting place. So they're standing by the gates of the Beis HaMikdash and they're trying to open them up, and it's just not opening. You know, that must have been awkward, whoever was like holding the keys, it must have been like, you sure you got the right one? Yeah, boss, I think so, I think this is the right one. They're like trying, like, maybe it's the other one, they're like trying to open it, they can't get the doors open. You know, they're trying to open it up, and. And then the key finally like, clicks open and then like, they pull if it's stuck. Until finally the Gemara says that Shlomo Melch yells out to Hashem, Shem Shemayim Shagar Befiv. He yells out, Bavur David, in the merit of David, your servant. And the gate's just open. He pushes with his finger. Everything opens. And the Gemara says that in that moment, all of David's enemies 
were filled with such embarrassment because they saw that really Hashem had forgiven David all along. They were able to see that long, long after David was already gone, that which David knew 100%, that which David knew, which was, like the Baal writes, that we say, and then we end, Baruch Ata Hashem, Chanun HaMarbel Esloach. Now we have a principle in Halacha that's called Suffolk Brachos Lahakel. If you have a suffix about a bracha, you're not allowed to make it. So it says the Baltanya, every day, three times a day, we say, If we had a doubt as to whether Hashem was going to forgive us, we wouldn't be able to make that bracha. We have no doubt Hashem forgives. And David had no doubt that Hashem forgave him. But he didn't have a sign of it until after. The koach of tefillah of Mashiach ben David is the koach of tefillah is not seeing results, but knowing that the results are happening and not being able to see them until much later down the line. Mm. Mm. Not understanding how this could happen and how later this pans out like this. The whole origin of David HaMelech from Lot and his daughters and Yehuda and Tamar. Every step of the way for David HaMelech, it looks like worse and worse and worse and worse. And like Chazal say that while Reuven and Yaakov were sitting with their sackcloth and Yosef is sitting in jail and Yehuda's like, what has happened with this whole thing? Hashem is planting the seeds of Mashiach. Where does the time go? Where does the time go? We should be zoche to have, as the Navi tells us, next week's Haftorah, the coming together of Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David. That result says that we should always dive in during Shmona Esri, that Mashiach ben Yosef doesn't die. <coughs> You know what that means? That means that Mashiach bin Yosef, which is the one who gets everything that, that he wants, so he starts to take it for granted. But the one who's able to mix together that union of Mashiach bin Yosef and Mashiach bin David, like the Tzadikim explained that when David's name is spelled Dalad Vav Yud Dalad, the Yud of Yosef enters into the name of David, then the two of them together become a mixture of Mashiach bin David and Mashiach bin Yosef. We should be zochet to see it. May we Amen. Did it all lay
Shabbat Shalom.